This is the Cosmic Voice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cosmic Voice. This is Season 5, Episode 17. I am here with my co-host, Chris Natalini. What's going on, everybody? And I am Mick Michaels. Welcome back, everyone, to another show. Chris, how are you? I am doing fantastic, dude. How are you? I am fantastic as well. As well. Dealing with some heavy, heavy winds today. This is, I don't know, it's ridiculous. I don't know what's going on, but it's like 50 mile an hour winds. Crazy today. My, I had me, you know, because I'm a truck driver. I literally fought it all, my fought my truck all day today. Just getting pounded by wind, just driving against it was ridiculous. Holding on to that steering wheel like it was gold. Bro, craziness, man. Craziness. Like it was your job. Oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> it is my job. So, so good, good thing you're holding on to it. You got to keep your but job. But it would have been okay if, you know, the whole truck got blown over a bridge. That would have been okay. Not with you in I mean, it. I hope not. But, no, well, you know. no, 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 no. But I don't know how mad I would have been about it. <laughs> no, that's crazy. But, yeah, that, this weather, this this winter has been anybody's guess. Yeah, Anybody's man, guess. like we, yeah, like we'd said on, you know, the past few episodes, you know, it, it's cold one, you know, one moment and warm the next day and 60, 67 degrees and then it's 40 the next day and windy today, like we said, it's it's been a crazy winter, crazy, crazy winter. winter. I don't even crazy. really have, it hasn't even really been a winter, right? It's kind of been kind of like a spring fall. That's yeah, it's like a, like a spring fall. Because <laughs> we spring spring fall. fall, spring fall, spring fall, spring fall. Because we really haven't had like major cold temperatures. Maybe less than two handfuls, really, if you think about it. I think I've only scraped my car, I don't know, handful of times. You know, uh, you know, frost on the windshield, a handful of times. That, that's how I judge my winter. So oh, okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> By how many times I yeah. scrape my windshield. <laughs> well, everybody's got to have their standards. I get it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But hey, uh, yeah, listen, quick a... side note. And we, I know we've talked about this in several episodes about Ooh. this time change and how they're permanently oh. staying with one thing. But I think maybe I was slightly misinformed or I'm reading something different. Uh-oh. But they're getting rid of daylight savings time. So this is the last time for daylight savings time. When we go back in, when is it, October, November, to standard time, that will yes. be our last time. So they're not keeping daylight savings time like I thought and was talking on the show. So I just want to correct that for anybody who actually cares and is using this show as a source of information <laughs> for news and almanac resources. You know, if you're a farmer or a, you know, something, I don't know. That's where we're at. So I don't, I don't remember you actually, I remember I was talking about, it, I don't remember you actually thinking that it was only well, I like thought, one more time and that yeah, was for, it. Well, for some, I thought it was this, this was it. And then we weren't going to do any oh, more okay. time changing 
But I guess they're gonna. They got to do it one more time. They got to right? do one more time. They got. They, they got to. Right. They got to go back to standard time. Though they could have just kept it standard time and not even gotten to this. But for those that are hanging on, that have the flag flying high and the torch still burning for daylight savings time, this is your last opportunity to enjoy it. Because after this daylight savings time, they will never. Ever. And that's not exactly true because if anybody was alive in the 70s, you may have remembered they did this exact same thing twice to us. Any really? Yeah, did, for a while. I, they, I, I for, didn't know that. They kept everybody at daylight savings time for a while. Then they went back. Then they went back to standard time for a while. Really? Then they went back. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I don't understand any of this. No, but, I don't either. And it doesn't make sense. Time is time, I think. Regardless, I'm still getting up in the morning before most humans get up. It's a struggle whether they give me an hour, take away an hour. <laughs> it's a struggle no matter what. So, and if anybody's really interested, I just, again, if you're using this show as a source of education or resource, I just wanted to make sure you were on the same page and things were correct. I'm sure it wouldn't be the first time someone said, these guys don't know what they're talking about. Well, you see how fast they came at Joe Rogan, so they may come at Chris That's and Mick right. because they That's got right. the time change wrong. Listen, I would love that kind of publicity. Are you kidding? Actually, it would be fantastic. <laughs> because then I would get to say, are you people serious? You're going to listen to some low-level podcast? One guy in an attic, one guy in a basement, and you're worried about the time change? <laughs> That's so true. But that would be that would be fantastic, actually. You're getting your news from us? Yeah, really. I can't even, I can't even spell Ukraine. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. It's the Rusta Boss. This is Stephen Pearson from Rat, the Rat Bastard. You're listening to the Cosmic Voice. What do you got nope. going on? Nothing? No, dude, no, man. Just, uh, you know, just moving forward in things and got some things coming up. Super excited about it. I know we keep talking about it, but you and I have a thing that's coming very close to an end, and I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, just awesome. keep moving forward. Keep doing what you do, and, and uh, you never know what tomorrow will bring, right? The difference a day makes. That's what they say. A difference that's a right. day makes. That's if, right. That's you right. know? So a lot of opportunity, a lot of options do exist. And if you fail today, you still got tomorrow. That's right. That's right. There was a quote how each day gives us that opportunity to kind of almost start over again. Yeah, so, it's true. As an artist, I mean, listen, you're working on a song, you're hitting brick walls. Well, sometimes you step away and you go tomorrow. And I know yeah. in reality, you know, they talk about in Asian philosophy, there is no tomorrow. Tomorrow doesn't exist yet. However, oh, okay. You know, because it's the, the future's not here, but within right. an instant, right. it's the future's already passed. Right. But, yeah. you know, when we can project, say, into tomorrow, well, that's not here yet. So we have to make the most of today, right? That's like, you know, the present, right? That whole thing. But the idea is, in, in most cases, for most of us, it's already tomorrow in Australia. So you know it's coming. That's it, true. That is very so true. So, in, in a sense, <laughs> thank you, Australia. It's already here. <laughs> I think with, you know, the thought of tomorrow just gives people hope, right? Like, you know, and die, you know, you're a healthy guy, so you know, you know, it's, it's that thing. You know, if you're on a diet and you fail today, you got tomorrow. You just pick back up where you left off and do better tomorrow. 
Exactly, exactly. And we're all going to have our ups and downs. You know how that goes. So, again, if you're getting your information from this show for <laughs> spiritual inspiration, a get-up-and-go type of thing, you may have want to switch the channel. But <laughs> Joe Rogan. Joe, go to Joe Rogan. He apparently has more information than us. He at least has doctors on his show. That is true. That is true. So the topic for tonight's show is the dark side of music. Get some crazy music here. So the dark side of music, and as we're laughing, what do you think, buddy? When you hear that, the dark side of music, what is it to you? Uh, you know, we've seen the shows, we've seen the behind the musics and and the, the downfalls of music and, and touring and drugs and alcohol and all that stuff. But I'm going to push it to 2023, the dark side of music. I, I think the one thing that we've seen all the shows, we've read the books, we know the dark sides, we, we've seen all the documentaries. I think the one thing that really kind of Put it in my face was during COVID, uh, you know, when bands couldn't tour, when there was no traveling going on, and then traveling started to pick back up and bands started to tour. You saw a, uh, I guess, a thing, a little bit of a hiccup with all these bands going back on the road because you started to realize that there were guys in bands that weren't going back on the road because they realized, hey, I didn't realize how much of being at home I missed because I've been home for the past year, year and a half, two years, whatever it was between point A to point B when we were starting to travel again. And all these artists started to to kind of bail out on being on the road and, and kind of quitting their bands that have been in, they've been in for years because they were home with their families and their kids and their wives and husbands and whatever. And they were, they didn't want to go back out. They realized how much they missed, right? And And, you know, you look at, you look at guys that have been on the road for years. I mean, you could talk, you know, Bon Jovi. You could talk Metallica. You could talk Aerosmith. You know, these guys that they spend years on the road. I, I guess bigger bands don't really do it that much anymore but because it's not really cost-effective. But, you know, these guys spend years and years on the road, night after night after night, away from home, missing weddings, missing birthdays, missing celebrations, missing, you know, births, missing deaths and all that kind of stuff. You really realize that this life that we as music lovers and as artists that we love so much, the passion that we have to do what we do, you realize the sacrifices that we have to make for those kind of things, which leads to the dark side of music because you are away so much and you know, there's been so many suicides uh, within the past number of years from musicians who live on the road. And, and, you know, because there's, even though there's 24 hours in a day, there's 22, 21 hours that those guys and girls don't do anything. They're just kind of in their own head, in their own space. And you read Paul Stanley's book and he talks about how he was holed up in his hotel rooms, depressed and uh, with Bennington from Lincoln Park. And, you know, he was so depressed and, you know, cause he was in his hotel room, he was always by himself. and you know, your mind gets away with you when you're by yourself. You let your mind talk you into things that you maybe normally wouldn't. I, I think it's that time, right? That's what I realized with all these people backing out and all these suicides when you realize that being on the road is not always what it's cracked up to be, right? Because, I mean, I and I know just by me, you know, how many times have we loaded in it two three in the afternoon you're not playing till 11 or midnight i mean and you know what i mean you're just kind of waiting around and you're doing absolutely nothing 
And I think it's those times that really creep into people's minds that when you're just alone, I mean, look how many people have had the world and took their own lives. And I mean, that, and that says a lot about that kind of success and that kind of lifestyle, being on the road and, and being by yourself, even though you're surrounded by friends and crews and fans. And, you know, it, those moments are fleeting. And, and you know, it, it's those alone times that really are the damaging ones. You know, if you don't have a good, um, I don't want to say head on your shoulders because that's not the right word. If you don't have a good mental health, you know, those times can be pretty brutal. And then there's those people that, like I said, realize that, oh, my God, I've missed all these things at home. I'm not going to do my passion anymore. I'm going to live the rest of my life with my kids and my family and my friends. And, uh, you know, and that's that's what people choose to do. And so when I think of dark side, that's immediately what I think of. And, of course, there's many, many other things. But that's what I think of immediately. It's those it's those people that stop doing it or have taken their own lives because of the loneliness that sometimes the road and traveling and waiting around brings you. Totally agree. I mean, that on the road business is not what everyone thinks it is. There's a sensational romantic version of it, I guess, if you want to call it romantic. But a lot of that is happening because they're trying to fill in those gaps. Right. And then this is what leads to drug and alcoholism and maybe overindulgence in, you know, whatever it is that you want to add there. But if you think about it, again, you cannot function, especially if you're just a regular band, you know, and you're not traveling with a medical team and, you know, whatever. You can't function. You could not function if you tried. Um, Maybe a couple times but as it compounds you're going to fall on your face and you're not going to be delivering the good show so and chris is right when you are traveling and you're on the road for a couple weeks at a time and and that's what we'll talk about the max is a couple weeks at a time because for most people in our level you're not traveling and touring for months on end because it's not feasible financially right especially now this yeah now and even now It's even worse, yeah. and I know we're, we have a show coming up before the end of the season talking about you know the rising cost of touring um, mm-hmm. from every aspect. Chris is right when you sometimes you have load in sound check at two thirty, depending on if you're the headlining act or even if you're if you're the direct support. Sometimes you have to be in earlier, you have to load in earlier. There's a ton of downtime. It's hurry up and wait. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of hurry up and wait. So a lot of it. And if you've been traveling all day. You're in a van with the same group of guys. And a lot of times, maybe the first couple of days, everybody's talking. But then after a while, everybody kind of takes to their own space. We need to interact. But at the same time, we need our space. And sometimes silence is good because of especially our type of music. It's loud. It's aggressive. It can be intense. The crowd the same. So sometimes having that decompression moments, those decompression moments, is what we need. You know, we're not listening to music. There's oftentimes when we're traveling on the road and we're driving, we're not listening to music. Yeah. There's almost we don't put any music in because we're taking advantage of that quiet time, so to speak. There can be, and as Chris pointed out, if you're not mentally, spiritually, emotionally put together, you could get lost in your own thoughts and, and problems can arise. 
If you're a loose cannon, things can be a little crazy. If you like living on the edge, it's possible. Again, at our level, we don't have handlers that can pull us out of a jam, you right. know, a legal right. jam or of any sort. So we have to kind of really consider what that is that we want to get involved in if it hurts the show or it hurts yeah. the tour. A couple weeks at the max is where it's been for us, and it does get lonely. Not lonely yeah. in the sense, if you have a significant other, if you have a wife, uh, children, you know, a family that you're used to being around, and then you're not around them, the first couple of days, again, it's not too bad, but then after a while, you start missing them. And yeah. it's, depending yeah. on the time, you know, if you're overseas, there's a big time difference, you may not be able to connect with calling or whatever you know nowadays it's a little easier with the texting and and stuff like that so you can get some instantaneous but there's still that separation you know it can be tough and what i've learned to do over the course of you know the last decade or so is i do bring some books and i do some reading it helps break some stuff up i also do some writing and i'm not just talking music i do some journaling and and i write out ideas maybe i sketch or something like that depending on how the tour is structured while we're on the road if there's a place we're staying that has a gym i utilize the gym yeah. i utilize it a couple yep. times whether i'm just walking on the tread or doing a bike or you know like james will bring swimming trunks just kind of like wade in the pool and or whatever mm -hmm. so it's those type of things that kind of help you put a little bit of space in the spaces mm -hmm. right yep the other thing that I've learned, too, is you got to kind of communicate with the rest of your band. Like, if something's a little off, if you feel like... And the band has to be also have some level of awareness. Now, I've been with guys that they're completely clueless. They have no idea what's going on with anybody. They can't read a body language, can't read a right. room. Even if you tell them to their face, they still can't get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think it's important. I'm not saying that everybody has to be a band of brothers, like, so it's, you know, blood on blood you know thicker than water type of thing but what i'm saying is is if you want everything to go smoothly if you're you know if it's about the music about the business model about what you're delivering in your brand you should be aware of this because you need everybody up to snuff and a lot of times yeah. what happens yeah. is, is the guy goes i'll let him figure it out himself he's old enough i don't have to hold his hand and usually that's a sign that you're not on the same page about how things should be operating you're kind of yeah. letting some stuff go. Listen, not everybody's going to have the level of compassion or empathy or interest in somebody else's problems or concerns or a situation. But I think if it's a team, then it should be that way, right? It should be. I think also, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think sometimes, too, you know, unfortunately, some people just aren't good with those kind of things, right? Maybe, they, you know, because maybe they're upbringing wasn't as i mean you know i i could speak for myself like you know i my parents uh, were very um emotional people so you know emotions in my core family are pretty normal so you know we we knew if something was wrong we knew how to help them through it you know some people don't have that you know some people are weren't raised like that so when there's someone in their life that, that is going through something they may not know how to handle it because they've just not, and nothing against them they just, uh, you know, they're not sure how to handle it because they never were raised like that. And that's not a bad or good thing. It's just a thing. No, I agree with you. And if someone was just brought on, they're a hired gun, they're saying, well, I didn't sign on for this. 
I'm not right, a, I'm not right. a psychiatrist right. or something. Right, I'm not a psychiatrist. Right. I, I get it. I get it. And you know, yeah. but I do think it's something that should be and I know oftentimes with males it's kind of like, you know, you don't want to go down that route because you know, there's all the stigma with, you know, yeah. expressing feelings and stuff. And I get that, but listen, communication is communication. Hey guys, listen, I'm a little not with it today. Maybe I'm in a fog, something like that. Just want to let you know I'm doing the best I can. But if you see me kind of whatever, you know, something like that. Because it can get a little hairy at times. Yep. For whatever reason. Sometimes it could be just food throwing you off. You could just not be sleeping well from just to travel alone, right? I mean, I've seen so many different things. You just got to be aware of it for yourself and for other people, right? You got to know that you're there for each other during that time that's my personal opinion I, and like i said i've experienced the time on the on the road where a member who normally never has any issue you know was having issue when it finally came to a head it was a shock to everybody right and right. we're like what you know what's going did something you know and everybody's talking about like oh i'm done i don't want to do this anymore you know and really what it came down to is the gig that we were at there was a little bit of a commotion the venue wasn't doing what they said they were going to do, and then they were causing other issues. It was that, I think, which triggered it, the straw that broke the camel's back. But it yeah. was, we were on the road, and we had very little sleep. We were literally rushing from one place to another to another. We weren't eating very well. It just came to a head, and the person that we least expected it from... It was affecting more, right? Because right. maybe the rest right. of us were saying, I got to focus a little bit more. I know this is tough. This is tough, especially a couple of us are older. And we're like, you know, but the person that normally handles it, they took it a little harder than. So we weren't paying as much attention as we should have. And I learned my lesson. Right. I was like, OK, I got to keep a broader scope here. Right. You know, right. for, for right. all of us, right. because it affected all of us in the long run. Yeah. Because a lot of people think life on the road is nothing but a party. And honestly, it's not. You know? It's not. And, 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 you know, it really takes absolutely nothing just to go, hey, guys, just want to let you know, you know, like, I'm, a, I, you know, I've said that in a lot of my bands, you know, up front go, listen, you know, we need to have a conversation if someone is not feeling it. Just say it. We don't even have to talk about it. You could even say, listen, I really don't want to get into it. Just not feeling it. Bad day. Fighting with your mate, your partner, whatever. You just got to let other people know that you're in this situation and they'll know to just kind of back off a little bit and, you know, just kind of keep you in mind when things are going on. I, I think that's super, super important to do that. Yeah. A little bit of awareness, a little bit of concern and a lot of communication. That's it. That's it. I'm not saying you got to you got to hug everybody nonstop because sometimes some people don't even want that. They don't want that. Right. They right. just want to know that maybe, you know, they got a team that they can rely on just in case. And, and you know, yeah. and, and for that moment or that 30 minutes, that 45 minutes, that two hours, however long you're on stage, I mean, that's the moment where you can you pull together for the songs. But a little bit of time off stage could go a long way, too, just to keep yeah. everybody kind of, you know, moving forward. And again, like you said, we've seen documentaries, we've read the books, whatever, seen the movies. You know, about what this lifestyle can bring on for people. I mean, drugs and alcohol, you know, medication addiction, you know, like prescription medication addiction, you know, whatever. I mean, uh, bulimia and the other one, whatever that one is. Anorexia. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of, the, I mean, you're both puking the both way. Yeah, I never, true. I don't yeah. understand. One is you don't eat 
and one is you eat and then you throw up. Is that the throw difference? Throw it up, yeah. yeah I don't know. Yep, that is. Like yep. I said, yep. if you're getting your information, <laughs> if you're planning on getting your medical information from the show, <laughs> stop now. Stop now. Okay? Because I'm talking about stuff I'm not even sure which one it is. I know it's column A, column B. <laughs> You know, there's other things that I look at that could be considered, and again, this is just from my perspective, some of my experience about what can be considered the dark side of the music business. Yes, there's the bad deals, people stealing from you, and sometimes that happens. It probably happens more often than you think. Even in our area, uh, you know, our indie, in the trench area, I think there's a lot of theft that often goes on, but it's un checked because no one has the means to check it in a sense oh yeah you know you see a band and you're like i kind of like what they're doing and then you take that and you just apply it to what you're doing could be ideas it could be product it could be sound it could be whatever and i've seen that happen i mean right now there is about five or six bands nationwide that are all doing the exact same thing I'm not going to specifically say what it is because some people who could possibly listen to the show knew who I'm speaking of. But there are about five, six bands that almost to the T, if there was a 10 checklist, they're all hitting the exact same things in the exact same order. It's like they're almost watching each other. Actually, I think nine of them are watching one band (laughs) personally, and then everybody's doing it in their area, so to speak, right? (laughs) But that's normal in this business, right? Because, you know, what are you going to do? I just recently did some interviews with some people that are considered the forerunners of certain styles, but they never really achieved major success or recognition. But the bands that followed them that kind of took inspiration and or ripped them off got the bigger accolades, right? And they're aware of it, but they're like, well, we did it first, that's the way it is, but, you know, these bands were able to take it some other place. So it happens all the time. All the time. So if you can accept that to some degree, because you're probably doing it yourself and you don't even realize it because you're taking whatever your favorite rock star has done and you're trying to implement that into whatever. But then some people do it, there's an ill intent sometimes. Yeah. So you have to be aware of that. But I think the other thing is how this starts to play on you as a person. And you can quickly become cynical in this business. And it could really put off what you're doing. It could actually be a roadblock for you for creativity. It could also be a roadblock for you as a business model. Because people don't want to associate with you because of being so cynical. And sometimes you consider the negative all the time. And it's never a positive. Right. You'll often see that, especially on social media. We've talked about that, about some other things about with people in the episode of, you know, airing out your dirty laundry. You'll get that with people. You can kind of tell the musicians that always have a bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, I know yeah. you have your weekly bitch on the show, but I think that's more of a shtick. <laughs> it okay? is. It I'm, I'm going to go that route. I'm just going to be safe and say it's a shtick. You know what I mean? It's good for ratings, right? But there are people, good artists, good musicians, good singers, it's always something negative. Always. And it's like, 
you know what? I don't care how good you are. I don't even want to bother with you. It's just yeah. not worth the aggravation because I'm in a bad mood now. Right. And right. they're the person that maybe after the first couple weeks, you're like, okay, unfollow. You know, there's enough negativity. I don't need to be reminded of it. Yeah, right. Life's so hard. Like, why do you want your, you know, your favorite musicians? Why do you want to follow them and listen to them, bitch, all the time? Right. I don't. Someone I had actually toured with for a while, uh, did lots of shows with, and there was always complaining that you know nobody's helping out. I got to do everything on my own. This was part of the post, and I'm like, well, okay, I get it, but so is everybody else. Right. 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 Like, right. We can't put the blame on people for not doing what you think they should be doing. Nobody should be doing anything that normally you think they should be doing. Because that's you thinking it and not right. them thinking it, right? Right, right. And then you pointing the finger and saying, you should be, that's not, you know. And after a while, that cynical attitude they wear as a badge of honor. Because then you'll hear the stories that, well, it used to be like this. Well, the truth of the matter is maybe, but it's always been that way. It's always oh. been crap, right? Always. It's always been a struggle. Always. Give me one year in your musical career, Chris, yeah, that it, exactly. went, it was 100% no, no. problem. Never, 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 never. Right. Even never. when things are on the up, there's still problems. <laughs> there is. Right. There <laughs> it, is. Yep. It just never. There it, they're always there. Right. It could be the most positive thing in the world and you could still have a ton of crap go wrong. But what are you going to do? That's what you focus on. You can't. Right. You can't. You can't. You can't. And usually what happens with these guys after a while is they burn out. People get tired of hearing from them. Yep. You know, oh, you know, I'm done. I'm, there's no point in doing this anymore. I've did it for X amount of years. Never got anywhere. This, that, and the other thing. And that's the end of it. The funny thing is, is that I've been seeing recently is, and like, listen, and I've talked about this before. At some point, there's going to be a time in my life where I can't do it the capacity I'm doing it now. And my right. capacity has changed or lessened over the last five years already as I right. start to get older. So there's going to be a point that it's not going to be like it is today. I don't know when that's going to be. I have no idea. If I knew, then it'd be a different story. But it seems because a lot of the big-time guys are going around that they're retiring or they're, they're hanging it up or this is the last. Like, other major acts are doing the same thing. They're starting to follow suit, right? It becomes in yep. vogue, right? Like, yep. How do we get sales? How do we get our name out there? We're going to do it one more time for the fans. Yep. yep. Now yep. you have us regional and local guys are starting to say the same thing. I'm retiring. This is it. This is my last year. I, listen, I've been joking about retiring for years. <laughs> I know it's going to happen someday, but I don't think I'm going to call it retire. Like, I'm just going to be done. That's it. It's over. I'm going to go do something else, drive a bus for Disney. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? With my nice little cooler, and I get free park passes. Uh, and You know, the sun and fun as much as I can get. So I'll disappear, and no one will ever notice anyway. <laughs> but like I don't understand that whole thing like if you're just retiring you got to make a big deal out of it I don't know I mean like if there wasn't a big deal with the career before why is there a big deal with the career now 
Well, I think, unfortunately, as you know, it's, I mean, I even hate to say it, but you know as well as I do, it's just a money grab. That's all this is. Well, for some, I mean, for the guys in the big thing, sure, I get it. One oh, yeah, last yeah, time, yeah, let's yeah, go yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are people that, like you said, there's actors that have retired. Like, you know, Sean Connery has passed, but after 2001, he retired from acting. He started right. painting and stuff, and that, but he retired to his castle and... Right. He lived the rest of his life. He didn't need to do it anymore. Same with Gene Hackman. I'm using some right. bigger name stars so you can yeah. see that. Yeah. And I'm sure there there are musical artists that have done the same thing. I can't think of anybody, right? I'm sure there are. There has to be oh. people that aren't doing something. Could you imagine being on our level and going, this is it. Like, I'm done. I'm going to do one more show. And then that show be packed. And then you go, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, maybe I should. Where where were you people the last 35 years? <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, that seems... But the truth of the matter is, how many people you think are actually going to come out? Right, right, right. You and I, believe it or not, we're not going to name any names, you and I were involved in the show that that kind of similar thing happened, <laughs> and it was kind of like a joke, right? Yeah. So, Yep, so it was, and, it and was. we're just talking like, and this is like local guys, right? Yeah, yeah. big fish, little pond, which kind of thing, you know. And I get that, but back to the dark side, it can make you cynical. Now, yeah. listen, you and I, even though we're very positive about what we do, and we joke about a lot of the crap that happens to us, we take shots at ourselves, of right? Course. We are jaded about certain things or a lot of things. That maybe 25 years ago we wouldn't have been as jaded about. I agree, 100%. Right? So, 100%. So yep. it does change you over time. Like, you'll start hearing something, and I see your face, and you go, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, you're almost holding your tongue. <laughs> right? And I yep. get it. Right? Yep. But that's what this business does to you. Yeah. But if you're aware of it, and you can kind of keep yourself in check, and you use it in a positive, critical type of way... It can benefit people. And I think that's what we're doing yeah. with the show. I mean, we yep. are being critical about things. And we kind of often talk about some truths that happened with us based on our experience. And again, this is not not everybody's experience, but there is some common ground. And you and I, we've crossed paths over the years many times. But we've also been parallel. But we've also been on opposite end of the spectrum. And we've experienced similar things yep. in completely different markets, in completely yep. different genres in completely different scenarios and situations. So there is common ground. And it jades you. Your experiences, and I've had similar ones, they've jaded us in a similar way because logic sets in. Sometimes logic sets in after the passion is taken over and go, wait a minute, buddy. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? You can't yeah. be dumb yeah. again. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? right. Take right. a deep breath, step back. We're going to make it happen, but... <laughs> You sometimes have to be aware of that. That can greatly affect your creativity. I've seen that as well because you don't know what to do anymore. And what happens is oftentimes, and this is what I've seen, and we've talked about this before on the show and off the air, is that these bands or these artists that get real cynical and have something to complain about everything, when they're so far into that, they're writing all over the place. Yeah. And they're going to extremes. They're doing this, yeah, it, but then they they're doing this. Focus. They lost their yeah, focus. Lost focus. And then yep. you're yep. at a show, and the music goes from one thing to another thing to another thing. And like I said, at one point, I was touring with a band, and all of a sudden, all their originals became covers. And there was only a handful of originals. And they had plenty of originals. They didn't need to do covers. And they weren't even covers within the same vein. 
And I'm not saying that that's a problem, but if you're out on the road trying to support your music, it's your music that you should be supporting. That's so, right. Yeah. But it was like, no, the crowd wants this, or I've got to give the people this, or this is what they're... And I understand that because you want to play to the audience. You want to play to the room. But if you're out there with your stuff, that's what you have to make a good show of it as. Yep. Or yep. just stop, take a break, and start all over again from scratch if you're looking to make a change. And what happens is in this business is after a while, everybody starts chasing a fire truck. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, man, how much longer? I, gotta, I need something. I need something. So for us on this level... Because we don't have the massive crowds, the big money, and a lot of us do stay away from drugs and alcohol, we start looking for that other fire truck to chase to get the audience to respond. You know, yeah. maybe it's more lights, maybe it's another guitar player, maybe it's backing tracks, maybe it's, I don't know, like, oh, I should put a Motorhead song in. It seems to work for these guys that can barely play, so maybe I'll put one in, right? Or whatever. I mean, seriously, we've had discussions over the years, like, should we throw in a cover or two, maybe as an encore or something, a last right. song, right. you know, just to keep that, like, the one last hook for the crowd. And the argument's always been, well, that's not what we're out there for. Right. You know right. what I mean? Have we tried it yet? No. Are we planning to? Kind of, yeah. But we're not even sure how that's going to work. Right. So that jadedness starts sometimes creating second guesses and doubts. So you have to be mindful of that. Is that really dark? Well, it could be. It could be. It depends on how far you take it. Yeah, let's say you guys end up with discussion. Now maybe two years want to do it, two years don't. Now you're in this huge argument. Now somebody's got to, you know, kind of um, back down and, and kind of agree to disagree. And now, you know, hopefully you're not causing dissension and, and you know, bad feelings and, you know, it could just, it could turn bad. That could lead to, you know, the dark side of stuff. Cause now you, you know, now you and your banner, maybe you've never had these issues before. Now you have these issues. You don't know what the right thing to do is. Yeah. Uh, that could create wedges. And then there's, then the communication starts to fall apart. They don't want to leave right. the band. Nobody wants to leave the band, but now the band struggles again, not naming any names. You just told me a story, you know, about a band. One member was going behind the band's back making right. communications that maybe shouldn't have been happening in private. They should have been more with the entire band aware yeah. of the situation. But unfortunately, all that came out. Now it's caused a riff in the band. Correct. And, yeah, you correct. know, there's always that possibility that the band may not survive that. I mean, we're only human and we're built on relationships. Right. Sometimes the music isn't that strong. In terms right. of to be able to hold these people together. And we've seen that with major bands. I mean, yeah. now it's coming out that Mick Mars was unhappy with the touring. Yeah. It's coming from Carmen Apice. Like, right. like he's the spokesperson now. Like, I don't understand. That I don't understand. It's like, if Mick Mars wants to say something, he should say it. I don't know, you know. But again, it's an opportunity for exactly. his yes. name it's, in the press, yes. you know, and whatever. But it does things to people that you never expect. Everybody goes in, oh, man, it's like we're going to just play the music. We have fun with it. I mean, you you know, you can remember those days of just starting to hit the chord, the volume, the songs coming together, and just like you feel this connection. But then after yeah. a while, it you know, things happen. We become human again. That's you know, right. Sometimes the dark side of this business is often the attitude the jealousy, the ego 
that you come in contact with. And this oh, could be yeah. from a variety of places. It could be from family members. It could be from friends who are not necessarily into the music like you yeah. are. It yeah. can come from friends that are in the music like you are, and you're just doing something different or you've shown some promise at. I've seen it with people who don't even know you, but may be aware of you via now yep. social media, and they already have an assumption or you know some notion, pre-notion, without even... They just make the, like, who are these guys? Why should they get it and not me? That kind of thing. But you'll see that a lot among bands and artists today. And we talked about that before. I don't see that same camaraderie among bands that I seen 25 years ago and even in the no. 80s. It just doesn't nope. seem to be there. I remember sharing audiences with bands. You know, like yeah. we were all there for the same thing. To pack the place and play our music. Nowadays, yep. you don't see that. No, you really don't, dude. And, and I've noticed it more as I've gotten older. And, you know, because the business has gotten harder and, you know, we're all trying to fit, you know, we're all in this pond together trying to swim upstream and it's a constant battle, but some of the fish get there and some of them don't. But I notice it more now that I'm older, how much jealousy there is in this business. I mean, even guys in bands that, you know, I thought were friends or, you know, like Pat, like touring buddies or whatever, you go, really? Like, you're that upset about this? Like, just because I I get it because you want to have the same opportunities, but not everybody gets those same opportunities. Now, in the hopes that, and I've always been a firm believer in this, if I'm the one that's going to make it, well, I'm going to, and we kind of prove this by doing this show. We were firm believers in if I make it, I'm going to bring up People behind me, people that were good to me, people that deserve it, people that worked hard and should be in that spot. I've Oh, I still believe in that. That gets a lot harder as I get a lot older because I see things more now. Well, there's less people. I, there's less people. There's less people because you're seeing their true colors. I know exactly well, what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, I agree exactly. with you 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the people over the years that I've been completely shocked at, at why the type of attitude that I've received. Like you said, it could be just because some ground has been covered and they feel that they should be there too or I wasn't deserving or I could do this better. Well, maybe you can. Listen, this business has never been, the truth of the matter is, has never been one of who plays the best, who sings the no. best, who's no. the fastest. It's never been about that. There's guys in this business that can't even play but they can put together three chords and it sounds great. And that's all right. they care about. It's about the music. It's not about who the better person is. Because you have some songs that you're like, my God, this is like technical majesty, right? And then you got other stuff. It's like, well, you know, it's like, I could do that. Yeah, but you didn't. Yeah. And that's you're what right. made it so whatever. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, we all want to be able to... I wish I wrote that. Like, you know, I mean, think about it. Kisses Lick It Up. It's really not that complicated of a song. But it's like, man, I wish I wrote it. That's how simple it is. Dun, 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 right. dun, 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 I do that in sound check. We do a one, two, three. Dun, 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 dun. And we've never made a song out of it. Maybe that's our problem. We haven't figured it out. <laughs> And I'm going to end on the dark side is sometimes believing so hard in the dream that you lose sight of everything else and then reality hits and it's like a two-ton heavy thing. It hits <laughs> you so hard, you're like, and it can be depressing. 
It can be yeah. off-putting, and it could be career-ruining for some people. Yeah. I've seen yeah. people, like, they all of a sudden they wake up and go, this is never going to happen for me. I just right. wasted X amount of years, blah, 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 did all this. You know, this can be an expensive hobby. It can be an expensive yeah. career. A yeah. lot of money yeah. comes out of your pocket, and not enough ever gets put back in. Yep. That's a thing that they don't talk about until you're in it. Right. You know? Right, right. And it, all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, I've spent more money than I've ever made. You know, I know that from firsthand. I mean, I've spent a lot of money over the years, especially in the early days, when stuff wasn't as affordable as it is now. It's not as accessible. You didn't have that many choices. Recording equipment back in the old days was like I had to mortgage a house to get it. You (laughs) know what I mean? So, yeah. So, I mean, there was times I basically lost my shirt trying to go for this dream. For some people, they lose it. That's it. So Yeah, they do. This show wasn't to bring people down. It's to make you aware of it. And the more you're aware of it, the less effect it'll have on you in the negative sense. Yep. You got anything else you want to add? The one thing I do want to add is also, too, you know, with social media and, you know, and, and kind of going back to what we were saying about, you know, the bitterness and stuff. And you're an artist and you see peers don't believe everything you see, right? Like just because you see it on social media because these bands got these gigs or these artists got these gigs that you go, man, I want to play that gig. You don't really know what's behind the curtain. (laughs) You don't know how they got that gig. Remember, unfortunately, in this business, it doesn't always happen that someone just emails you and goes, hey, I want to give you this show and this opportunity. There's always things connected to it. It's not that black and white so don't believe everything you see because there's things that you i can tell you for a fact there's things you're not seeing it's not as black and white that's why they call it show business that's right it's all about the show and how you present it that's it that's it if you like this episode check out some of our other episodes at www.thecosmicvoice.com step into the cosmic verse and fill that void Thanks so much for listening. This is The Cosmic Voice. Be sure to check us out at thecosmicvoice.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at The Cosmic Voice. You can find The Cosmic Voice everywhere you listen to online podcasts like Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, and so many more. Okay, folks, that will do it for another episode of The Cosmic Voice. Mick and I would like to say thank you very much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. You're listening to The Cosmic Voice. Music, talk, and nothing but business.